Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Joey. And this week, we're talking about Year of the Rat EP by the band Soft Cult. Because that's what I picked last week, and that's how this works. I'm sure you figured that out by now. And if you didn't figure it out, I mean, it's not too hard. Like, even if you didn't figure it out by just listening. You can't insult our... uh, or audience this early in the episode well i mean but there's the pe- nobody the people there, so. the people that the, <laughs> that are listening to this this is their first episode they've clicked away because you've insulted them well uh i mean i think i was just saving them a few disappointing <laughs> well, minutes it's it's probably fair i picked this album uh, ep i don't know i found it recently like a month ago month and a half ago uh i guess they're releasing singles recently that's why it popped up on my youtube and I liked the uh, I liked the sound of what I heard, so I'm like, yeah, we'll check out the whole holy P put on the list. We'll be we'll be golden. And we are golden. We are. Sorry if we if I seem scattered. This is we're recording this on a Thursday, uh, before my trip because I'm going to be gone for two weeks. So we've recorded the last four episodes in two weeks, and uh, my brain's just kind of kind of over it kind of done with everything <laughs> but, you're but in yeah. vacation mode you're like i'm fucking um, out yeah. man it's senioritis right I'm, I'm coming close to the trip i'm not there yet but i'm just like done giving a fuck about everything <laughs> else but yeah uh i if you don't like this then you're just gonna be another bitch that clicks away from our podcast and never listens to us again well uh looks like i'm not gonna be another bitch that doesn't that clicks away because track number one is called another bish and i'm just gonna go ahead and say this might be one of the best wrecks that i've gotten oh, really i really fucking like this i was this i was kind EP. of worried about it honestly uh so another bish is the first track on yeah. the album like you said it's got some like I, I guess even to back up and talk about soft cold as a whole uh the sound of this is shoegazy uh kind of pop rock i suppose in some aspects with some very clean poppy female vocals. And that's the part that I was concerned about you not liking. I like because, it. Because that it, this bodes well for me. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into it. Another bitch. It has some like muted, clean, chuggy, alt-rock guitar kind of thing at the beginning. The vocals have some like small room reverb kind of feel like you're feel like you're sitting in like a small venue with like an open mic or something. Uh, and there's actually two people in the band, two women in the band, Mercedes and Phoenix Arnhorn, their twin sisters, uh, and they actually both sing. So in this kind of intersection, you can kind of hear it's a slight nuance between their their two voices. But I think you can kind of tell which one is singing when or, or at least that there's a distinction. Yeah. Uh, and it, but yeah, it's it's it, the song kind of kicks in after that. There's this shoegazy feel for the chorus, but it, it mellows out in the verses and. I don't know, like a lot of this EP and their sound, I think specifically the vocals give me like old Avril Lavigne vibes, which I'm all about. I'm a big fan of old Avril Lavigne music, so that's probably what resonated with me. Also, a a conclusion that I've come to throughout the course of this week, not really, I guess throughout the course of the whole podcast is that I think (laughs) I am just a huge fan of shoegaze music. Hell yeah. Every time we do something remotely shoegazy, I'm into it. Well, that's so. good because shoegaze is fucking good. I noted the wall of sound that they get going, but yeah, like that uh, kind of chuggy, I don't know, just really thick guitar tone yeah. at the very beginning. It's uh, so nice. And then even whenever it gets more distorted, whenever that part comes in, it's just, it feels good just right off the bat. 
I love their voices. It is great. And so like, not only do I like their voices, I like the, like the vocal melody lines that they choose, like the notes that they choose Yeah, are not like, sure. It is maybe more poppy female vocals type thing, but it, the lines that they sing and kind of the melody that they make, it's just, it's not exactly what I would like. I can't really predict it. Right. And I like it. Like sometimes whenever I think they're going to go higher, they go lower whenever like vice versa. And it's, it just sounds really good. Their voices sound extremely good with the music that they're making. I and agree. I, this I is actually really like their it. second band. Oh, uh, for what it's worth. They have another band called courage. My love. I've not really listened to them much. I think I listened to one single at the recommendation of someone else talking about soft cult. Uh, and I wasn't super into it. It was kind of more of like a, a Paramore pop punk kind of thing back in the day, mm-hmm. which uh, don't get me started on Paramore. Yeah, I was like, about to say, man, what? I'm not a, a huge fan of that specific sound. Yeah. They just Paramore on, on sound. Version. Yeah. Just the Paramore sound, <laughs> the one Paramore sound. No, but like, I mean, like there's definitely a, a least favorite era of Paramore for me. And yeah. I think it has a similar sound to that. And that's okay. kind of where where their other band sits for me. I like this one a lot more. This one feels like it's a lot more nuanced and and th- not necessarily edgy, but kind of darker and and kind of like I don't know. It's got it's got the shoegaze. Hell yeah, it does. Ugh. In yeah. the same way that I I could listen to like Honeymoon or Prom Queen, not really comparing. Yeah, Soft Cold and Beach Bunny, like. I feel they have completely different styles, I feel, but like in the same way that it's like a short, sweet, to the point EP. Yeah. And I mean, in my mind, I'm still trying to get past my previous shit. I think I've essentially done that because there's a lot of female vocalists I like, but I I think it's going to take a while for me to not like lump generally like similar sounding female artists together i guess that happens for everything i mean we compare how many bands on this podcast if we compare to mastodon i guess i guess that's true (laughs) so many like fucking half half the bands i mean it's it's like you're you're experiencing music relative to other music that you've already experienced so it's kind of like just just trying to figure out where things fit on the the gradient of albums you've listened to i suppose yeah but in the same way that i can listen to like a beach bunny ep or album over and over and over again i i listened to this ep like four times in a row today fuck yeah like i spent an entire hour just listening the whole ep is only 15 minutes so i mean well yeah. 16 essentially 16 minutes but it's a Sh- uh, short ep five tracks yeah so this episode's probably going to be short as a result but but i love it and i also love the uh the song topics yeah that they choose i mean it's this song, Another Bish, like, it's about, to me, at least, what I got from it. And I'm, I think that's what it's actually about. But uh, it's about, like, a, I guess a guy that she's in a relationship with who is, like, trying to control her and wants her to be, like, the stereotypical submissive woman and wants to have her on a leash, wants, wants her to just be somebody who's there for him, I guess, and... She's not having any of that shit. She's like, I, I need I need to get away from this. I need to get out. I'm not just another bitch for you to 
I don't remember the actual lyric. She but, said, I'm just another bitch that you'll never tame. Yeah, exactly. And she just sings it with feeling, with force. And yeah. I like it. It's just, I like it. The message is pretty simple, delivered right. in not like a pretty simple way, but everything is done extremely well. Yeah, I agree. And there's the song specifically, like, it's another bish, which is obviously like a, a slang way of saying bitch, which is also slang for like a female dog, or I guess not slang, but technically like it's it's a female dog, right? And the mm-hmm. whole song is is just kind of like has this veneer of metaphor of dog on it where she's like i won't st- sit i won't stay roll over obey i'm trying to break off from your leash there's a lot of like lyrical lines referencing dogs or referencing herself as a dog and like you said kind of wanting to, to break free of that because it's kind of a shitty relationship dynamic to feel like you're kind of being held back and that you're just like a pet kind of a thing and you're not allowed to be independent of the person yeah and i mean if if you're constantly feeling like a pet of somebody else it's gonna make you like a, a pretty gloomy girl if yeah you're... for sure i mean i can't relate to being female and being in a relationship like that but if i were i i definitely could see it making me a gloomy girl and then you just end up listening to track number two a ton <laughs> gloomy girl yes yes we're doing good. We're doing good. Two for two. So two for far. two. Yeah, that's all we need. Just two for two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two out of five ain't bad. So even if the rest of this the CP goes down in flames, we've made almost fifty percent. <laughs> well, hell yeah. This one it starts off in a more like airy place, I guess. It's got like kind of an ethereal vibe mm-hmm. at at the very beginning, and then the music comes in with like a slow beat, a super watery guitar, and then. I, I just really love the chorus of this one where it all just blends so well. It's like this one, it gets the shoegaze and it's like, I don't know. So I really like the eighties sound. I really mm-hmm. like that kind of wave sound. And like with drab majesty, when we were listening to it, it sounded like it was straight up out of that era. Like it right. was, it could have been made in the eighties and you could have easily convinced me that it was. This is like they actually took that sound and built so much upon it. Like I can hear, I can hear the influence, yeah. and but it's a completely different sound. And it's kind of like a modern kind of interpretation of it. Yeah, and then like the bridge comes in, it gets super heavy, sounds very like grungy and full on rock. Like it just builds and builds and really distorted, and then it quickly changes back to the chorus, but this time with with an acoustic guitar behind it and. I just I am totally here for the feel that this song brings. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty gloomy song, and <laughs> lyrically it's about being depressed. Like it's a gloomy girl. It's pretty. They they don't really pedal around, tiptoe around what their the message of their songs are, which some people might not like. I I know you, in particular, have talked about liking very poetic lyrics, like when we were talking about. Uh, in the aeroplane over the sea. Hell a yeah. Of, a lot of the imagery and stuff you're really into. This is very much not that. Yeah. It's it's mostly pretty straightforward. Uh, the song is, is just about being depressed and not wanting to leave your bed despite being told you you just need to cheer the fuck up because it's yeah. just that easy. Just, just cheer up and get out and do things and wanting to be able to do that. But it's clearly not that easy, especially if you're like severely clinically depressed and you just... I want to stay in bed. Fucking, I have days 
often where I just want to stay in bed all day. And I know that I, I need to get out of that. Not that I'm saying I'm clinically depressed or anything, but I, I definitely have days like that. It's definitely a trap to fall into as well. Like, and the more you do it, the harder it is to get out yeah. of it. It's like, and I mean, definitely people who are like, just, just get up and do stuff. Like, no, that's, yeah. that's not really how that works. In in theory, yes. Yes. In practice, no. <laughs> like, if you can build the the massive amounts of strength it sometimes takes to get there, yes, that is what you need to do. But, like, sometimes it's just taking the little steps, and it's not like whenever you're stuck in bed being gloomy, you don't know that. It's not like that's right. not a thought that goes in through your head. You're not like, like days where you're like i don't know days where even your favorite things don't work like you're staring at a library of full of games and steam and you're like (laughs) i i have all these and you start to play a a new game that looks exciting and you're like ah this is gonna be fun you've convinced yourself it's gonna be fun and then you play five minutes you're like i don't care about this at all yeah and then you go you're like okay i didn't care about that i'm gonna go to one of my old favorites you start playing it for five minutes you're like I don't care. Right. Yeah. I don't care about this either. And then you start to realize that, Oh shit, maybe it's, it was only my favorite because it was at a point in time where, uh, (laughs) where I'm just not that person anymore. And I can't ever be that person. What if I don't enjoy the things that I enjoy anymore? And that's the kind of cycle of thought where you're like, Oh fuck. That's a very manic and relatable thing (laughs) thing for, for me, at least. I don't know how much of our audience of our zero audience, uh, gamers but yeah it's, it's just like having a passion for something and then feeling that passion kind of muted because you, you you're not finding joy in it anymore and that's how you know that you're kind of like in a rut and you need to kind of kind of focus on dealing with that however that yeah manifests usually for me when that happens i i just accept it i take time away from video games and i go and do something creative or something else yeah but that obviously isn't isn't professional advice i don't I'm not a psychiatrist. I can't help you figure that out. And sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes it just feels like there's a giant weight on your chest that won't let you get up. And you just you try as you might. You just can't take it off. Like, yeah, that was a, a grade A segue <laughs> for track number three. Take it off. Boom, 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 it, it bam, was, bam. That was, I think it's the most natural segue we've ever had on this podcast. Keep on listening, folks. They're only going to get better from here. Maybe. Don't, don't set that bar. <laughs> We're going to crash and burn on this EP now just because you said that. Uh, take it off. I think this was, it's either this one or the next track were the first song that I heard from this band. Uh, and I saw a music video. I think they have music videos for every track on this EP. If not, they have yeah videos for most of them yeah at this point um but yeah it, it starts off with some like kind of lo-fi fuzz and a soft acoustic guitar and then the singer i think it's phoenix is usually the lead singer uh is, is just does the chorus and it's this kind of like phone recorded lo-fi thing of her just doing the chorus and then you hear this loud uh tape deck kind of click to yeah. it like putting in your favorite uh tape and it just it fucking enters this huge clean shoegazy track kind of a thing that starts and and there's some kind of like like you mentioned the kind of 90s kind of grungy vibes throughout a lot of the verses in this one uh, as well and then the song kind of just exists in its shoegazy space and then it ends with another kind of 
you're, you're no longer listening to the tape. You're listening to a girl sitting in her room playing on the acoustic guitar again, kind of a thing. Yeah. Like th- just everything about this song is uh, great. You know, <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a total vibe. This is another one where I specifically like, I just love the vocal melody choices and I, I, can't come close to singing it like she does so i'm not yeah. going to but just like i guess it's uh like the chorus uh, mm-hmm. just that you don't want a girlfriend you just want a doll buy her pretty dresses take her to the mall the yeah. the way she sings it i'm just like oh ah that hits yeah different like, I, I don't know if it's like it's a combination of her voice and also, like, the mixing and the mastering and, like, all the instruments have very clean tones and everything's just, it's so complimentary, ah. I think. And it just, it, it does have a very nice feel all around to it. Man, like, so what what was their other their other band's name? Uh, Courage My Love. Okay, I'm gonna go check it out, but uh, I think they really hit their stride with this, this yeah, sound this, that they uh, have. Also, this is the uh, first release, I think, by the band. So they don't have any albums as Soft Cult yet, but I'm assuming that they're gonna go on to to make an album or two as well, Soft Cult. I really fucking hope so. Yeah, me too. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here all day for it. Uh, <laughs> this one lyrically, it's it's kind of in the same vein as the first song mm-hmm. in the way that it's about I get, it's about a the guy in this one who just wants arm candy. He just wants a girl to literally like be there, look good look good on his arm be able to just command and parade around like a toy she'll do whatever he wants he doesn't want a part like a partner to be in a relationship with just like she said once a doll thing yeah Yeah, trophy yeah and how uh fucking nasty that is yeah and she's just it's (laughs) hopefully getting less common i think we as a society are, are making progress on that front where we're not viewing women as things and we're viewing them as living human beings like yeah. they are uh but yeah it's it still happens for sure there's still a lot of guys that that don't want a relationship or they 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 think they want a relationship but they don't understand what a relationship is and just want someone to show off to the world as if they're going to be young forever yeah because uh you know once you start getting old you have to worry about all those picket fences and stuff and then people <laughs> people are gonna just start writing songs about you that'll like, end up like, like track, track number four yeah young forever <laughs> yes Did still, still in the game <laughs> this one starts with some like shrieking ambient noise and it kind of turns into another surprise shoegazy rock track yeah uh if and i noted if take it off wasn't the first track i heard it was this one because this is another one of the big ones and this is part of the reason this is the second comparison i will make to uh my girl Haley williams here hell yeah this the, the vocals in this track remind me a lot of Haley williams so obviously i'm all about it and i I'm, I'm kind of excited that you enjoyed this so much because it it gives me hope that you won't just absolutely hate paramore when we get there <laughs> I don't think I'm going to hate him. I mean, right. But there, there's still that fear in my mind that like Joey's yeah. not going to, I mean, I already know for a fact, you're not going to have the same experience that I did with that, Paramore yeah. and you're not going to love it as much as I do. And I think there's just that, that urge to think the, the extreme opposite where like, 
you're just not going to like it at all and have a bad time. But yeah, I think if you enjoy specifically her vocals on this one, I know you're going to enjoy Haley Williams vocals through throughout all of Paramore. Well, that's very nice. Maybe, maybe I'll have some deep moments with Paramore. Maybe it won't be on the level that you have. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it, it it doesn't need to be. Yeah. It does. We don't have to compare emotional drives through and connections through music as long as we respect each other's. We're I not going to be teen. We're not going to be teenagers and be like, no, I like Paramore more. I'm the biggest <laughs> fan. I I feel. Like I don't it. even want you to be a bigger fan of Paramore than me. I'm totally fine with like <laughs> if people don't like Paramore at this point. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to say to say about it. That's cool, I guess, but. You're wrong. But you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because fucking Paramore. Anyways, we're not talking about Paramore. Um, but yeah, at, at this point, musically, you kind of know what you're getting with Soft Cold. It's a good yeah. sound, so it's not necessarily a criticism or a complaint. But there, there's not a lot that separates this, I think, from their sound. <sighs> yeah, it's that pretty much describes. Like by the time, I mean, it's it's only like a 16 minute EP, but mm-hmm. they definitely define their sound. They. Uh, they don't stick around too long on this one. It's just kind of like, yeah. it's a good intro to them. I'm glad I got to listen to this first, I guess. So that way it'll leave me wanting more for whenever they drop an album. Eventually, hopefully. I, I hope they do. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but, Lyrically, you already kind of teased uh, this one in your segue. Uh, <laughs> and that it's, to me at least, uh, an, about not wanting to live a quote unquote traditional lifestyle of getting married and having some nice suburban home and and having a dog and growing old like you don't want to just like you don't that's not your goal yeah that's not the end point that's not some finish line that you're racing towards kind of thing and instead it's just kind of like about living in the moment and not chasing after what has become the norm i suppose the fucking meme of life the settling down growing old yeah living in a suburb with a that. with a like a hundred square foot yard that your house sits squarely upon, you can <laughs> spit and hit your neighbor's house. I don't, I don't get that. I don't Neither get that, man. man. Fuck the Fuck HOA. That. Yeah, seriously though, if I ever end up in a place with an HOA, I'm gonna burn the whole place to the ground. <laughs> they can't well, HO what I arsoned. If you burn down a whole neighborhood, then you definitely won't be hearing any bird songs chirping to, to greet you as you wake up. I will. I'll hear the birds being freed from the prison. <laughs> that the is... prison of life. Because <laughs> yeah. they're roasting in their own trees. <laughs> I'll make sure to not burn the trees. Also, track five is called Bird Song. <laughs> I think, I think we should just talk about your, your arson for, for a moment instead. I think maybe we shouldn't, because then if if at any point in my life there's like a fire near my house, <laughs> they're gonna point suspect now. They're gonna point to this moment and be like, um <laughs> this guy you explicitly said you were going to burn down the entire neighborhood. And you used the word arson. You didn't even just say like <laughs> Anyways, uh Birdsong is is the final track on the EP. It has some some nice kind of ambience with birds chirping and, and maybe like the wind blowing. And there's this kind of like droning synth note that rises up that introduces a very clean acoustic to kind of provide the, the gentle intro section to the song. It's mostly a kind of soft ballady kind of track to round out the sound of the album, which is kind of nice. Uh, the chorus comes in and has the full band instrumentation. And then it goes back to the, the acoustic with some some more kind of swelling ambience and stuff. 
behind it. The drums that come in in like the second section of the song, I really, really like the sound of the kit that they got out of it. It sounds slightly like distorted and distant and like in another room. Like it, it sounds like somebody's in a studio room kind of recording the drums and you're like behind the glass watching them and hearing it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking great. I love that drum sound and they, they nailed it. Uh, the outro of the track is kind of spacey and it's, it's just a nice, this, this track overall is just a nice bow on the end of the EP. I think for real, it's got like a great ebb and flow where it sounds like there's at times you're just surrounded by these heavenly sounds that just kind of get bigger and bigger and swell up to the, the big point. And then it brings it back down like halfway through the halfway through the song. Yeah, it's built and then comes back down and that I didn't even know like if that was real drums that they just had some sort of effect on or if they were doing whatever I think or if it, it was is. a drum machine or like what I'm pretty sure I mean they they have a, a discord where they talk they're they're I don't know how often they're actually active in it but uh, I did join it a while back and they have uh, a channel specifically for talking about music production and they answer questions that people have about how they produce the music so they're pretty open about it uh, I know for a fact that at least one of them can drum uh, and they have like acoustic drums. So I think that's what that is. I think that is a natural acoustic sound, but I think they also do use some program drums at, at points. Well then, um, if it's real drums, good job, either uh, Phoenix or Mercedes. So yeah, I'm not yeah. really sure which one's which. <laughs> I, I mean, if they're twins, that makes it even harder. Well, yeah. They're twins, but I think one of them has bleach blonde hair and the other one is just like a natural brown hair. Yeah. The picture hair, I but... saw, they had like opposite, hair colors yeah i did notice that they look similar but i was like i don't know i'm not great with faces so yeah you're, you're but, racist against twins yeah exactly fucking twins <laughs> confusing me normal people confuse me enough <laughs> and now gonna, joey's gonna burn down the neighborhood full of twins <laughs> i'm gonna find that giant twin fest in minnesota where all the twins <laughs> gather every year yes god That's no so okay i'm not going to do that this is a joke if <laughs> If at any point in the future a twin uh, a twin parade somehow gets burnt, it's not me. It's not me. It's it's probably not Joey. We can't and guarantee that. But. If it is, it's an accident. We'll we'll go there. I can't even if, guarantee that. I can't guarantee that I won't like <laughs> accidentally like do some shit like that cow did that caused the great Chicago fire where it kicked over like a lantern <laughs> and burnt down a bar. Like I'm not. I'm a very clumsy person. I might kick down a lantern and burn down a barn, but. You know, this song's good. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm really going with this. This song's yeah. really good. It's a great way to end the album. It's a great way to end this experience. It rides out on some birds. The lyrics on this one, though, I don't know if they're trying to be specific about, like, childhood trauma, like, with a bad family or just family yeah. trauma in general, or if it's talking just more generally about how previous experiences will, like, haunt you and you can't escape them. And it's kind of just has, you have to let, you're adopting it, I guess. It's like, you can think that if you go do this, it's going to fix it. Or you think that you go over here, you move across the country, whatever. It's it going to follow you. you. Yeah. yeah. It follows like that movie. Like what, what movie? It follows. That's the name of the uh, movie, I, I think. I don't watch movies. So. Oh, well, I don't either. I've never seen it. Out of the loop there. <laughs> I, just, I just saw a commercial for it one time. Well, uh, yeah that's that's the song that's the ep i mean i, I got pretty much the, the same vibes you did as as far as lyrics on the song like it, it seems like there's potential trauma there as a child that as you grow up it, it kind of haunts you and 
never really goes away, but it also kind of implies that the the protagonist of the song, I guess, is trying to run away from it instead of face it, which also is not a super great way to deal with things usually. But yeah, it's it's never truly gone, especially if there is some childhood drama. I know that stuff's very fucked up. And yeah. It's not easy to just uh, just acknowledge and accept. And sometimes you can even like repress it so much that you don't remember it until later. But yeah, it's coming back. So. Yeah, which is even more fucked up. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. But don't fuck this album. This album's fantastic. I'm glad. I really am. I'm ecstatic that you enjoyed this EP as is much. Is this as, what ecstatic you know, Jeremy sounds like? This, this, <laughs> does it sound? Does it not sound notably different from normal Jeremy? I am ecstatic. <laughs> yeah well go fuck yourself uh yeah i i do really enjoy this uh, i also kind of want to look at courage my love and, and listen to maybe a full album of theirs just the one song that i heard it wasn't super super standouty to me from that genre so i'm if if they go back to that good for them i i don't want to stop them i don't want as if i have the power to stop them <laughs> i don't want to be a naysayer and say no they they can't do that like by all means go do that but i think i'm, I'm gonna prefer soft cult for the rest of forever just because it's i don't know it's it's got a good vibe i like it all well I think about it yeah that's the album guys so that's, that's it that's the episode the end <laughs> goodbye no, no hold on <laughs> <laughs> while while we were talking about things i had a spark i had a memory so we started this podcast yeah today we started it and started talking about stuff and before we started talking about stuff today we were trying to figure out, or I was trying to figure out what album we'd listen to whenever. For the like, next episode. Yeah, for the next episode that's going to come out in like three weeks or something. Well, it's, it's a uh, week. It's, it'll just be a week for the listener, but yeah. Well, yeah, but for us, I guess. And uh, I was going to leave it up in the air. And this will be our first, this will be our first time that you're truly surprised. But uh, are we I figured. Do a Courage My Love album? We are not going to do a Courage My Love <laughs> album. It's actually something that you said the other day. So, an artist that we both like, Kid Cudi. Yeah. You said you never listened to A Kid Named Cudi, the mixtape. That's true. That's true. I have not. That's the album that I'm picking. For, Fuck yeah. I'm, for totally, I'm totally down for it. Every time you say chorus, I, it makes, ever since I said something about uh, Kids See Ghosts, all I hear is, Where a chorus! And, <laughs> yeah. and, Where a chorus! And <laughs> I love that album, and yeah. I know you do too, yeah. so I can't pick that. So I was like, Kid Cudi, you know what? He's Maybe never we listened can, to. We it. can do an album that we both love. Well, we'll we'll do that sometime because uh, <laughs> I'd say a kid or Kid See Ghost is like fucking top top of the list for Kid Cudi for you. Kid, well, just like it's so great that Kid Cudi and Kanye yeah meshed so well because <laughs> like the only other time I'd heard them since I mean. They they've worked together plenty. Like right. they're 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 very intertwined, but for a while they weren't, and it was good to hear them get back together, make yeah. something good. Bring this the is band kind back of together. yeah. And a kid named Cuddy is not necessarily the start of it, but it's it's early, and there is intertwinedness. Okay, on there. Okay. So I'm down. I'm down. So next week, kid named Cuddy. It's it's a full album, right? It's not like an EP or anything. Yeah, it is. It's it's I think cool. almost an hour. So. Well, I'll have to I'll have to look into that and listen to that while I'm uh, road tripping across the U.S. of A. I'm sure yes. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna love it because I love pretty much everything Kid Cudi's done. But yeah, so uh, you guys 
let us know what you think of Soft Cult. Let us know what you think of A Kid Named Cuddy next week when we come back and discuss it. We're going to be so fucking rusty because <laughs> it'll be, like we said, like three weeks uh, between recording. But uh, it'll be a good fucking time. And I hope while I'm trekking across the US of A that you guys will remain in our feedback loop. Bye. Bye. <laughs>